Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. As you've probably seen in the news, Mitch McConnell froze up again last week during his speech. Now, if you haven't seen this video, I'm going to show it to you. If you have seen it, which I'm sure most of you have, please bear with me. It's important to the story. Let's take a look. What are your thoughts on running for re-election in 2026? What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. Oh. That's good. Did you hear the question, Senator? Okay, so, uh, and again, for the record, that was the second time that he froze up like that. Today, the Capitol physician said that those incidents, they show no sign of being a stroke or a seizure, but I don't think you need a PhD to find these moments clearly concerning. And it's no surprise that they have reignited this discussion around age limits for politicians. So let's take a second and go in depth. This Congress, the one we have now, the 118th, is the third oldest since 1789. The oldest Congress that we've ever had what was the one just before it, the 117th? Basically, at this point, our elected leaders are older than they have ever been. And some of them are very old. Think of it this way. The youngest member of Congress is Maxwell Frost, a representative from Central Florida, elected at 25. He recently turned 26 and wasn't even born when California Senator Dianne Feinstein was elected in 1992. She turned 90 this year. When she was 25, Alaska and Hawaii weren't even states yet. Most cars were made without seatbelts, and the average cost of a new home was $12,000. Again, not when she was born, when she was 25. Now, we do have rules about age and serving in our government. You have to be at least 30 years old to be a senator, at least 25 to be in the House, and you can't be president unless you're 35 or older. But there are no rules for maximum age or term limits for Congress, solidified by a Supreme Court case in 1995. At the time, the court found that basically the founders, they could have created term limits if they want to, if they wanted to for Congress, but they didn't. They, they chose not to. NPR interviewed a professor from Northwestern who put it this way. Whether you're talking about adding term limits or whether you're talking about a maximum age, you're still changing the qualifications that are set out in the Constitution. Though, this does bring up that familiar conundrum with that precious document. It's old and may not have foreseen a future where so many people lived for so long. For instance, during the Constitutional Convention in 1787, life expectancy in the U.S. was around 36 years old. Right now, in 2023, according to the CDC, it's more like 79. In our latest census in 2020, we had 5.7 million Americans older than the age of 85. That is more than the entire population in 1787. But the Founding Fathers were pretty smart, right? Perhaps they considered this trajectory as a possibility. I mean, people still got old back in the 1700s. Jefferson died at 83. Adams was 90. Or maybe the idea of an 80-year-old president to our founders was as far-fetched 
as people having machines in their brains. Last month, the Smithsonian published Woman with Paralysis Can Speak by Thinking with a Brain Implant and AI, which is a major breakthrough and a larger goal to continue integrating tech into our bodies and minds to meld us with computers. Or how about the fact that we can grow organs from stem cells with 3D printers that use organic tissue to extend lives? Stanford researchers are so far along with this, they're running into major ethical quandaries. Check out this quote from one of the lead researchers about growing brain tissue. He said, creating a non-human primate with human brain cells is a boundary we wouldn't cross. Just so we're on the same page here, he's talking about growing a human brain inside of an ape. I'm not sure that came up at the Constitutional Convention. Here, here, gentlemen, Roger Sherman, delegate from Connecticut, hear me out. What about a gorilla president? If he has a human brain, of course. And while we're still a long way from electing Abraham Lincoln, it is true that we know more today about our bodies and our minds than ever before, including how we age. Frankly, because there are more people who are older to study today than there ever have been. And the newest science around what they've discovered with our brains as they get older is absolutely fascinating. And it's something we will explore in depth tomorrow night. Let me know your thoughts and your questions on this topic or any other. Tell me what's on your mind. You can email me at dan at wrel.com and we will go in depth. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.